What's happening, everybody? It's time to live the good life. Hey, it's your boy Onyx. Let me go ahead. I got to jam out a little bit. I got to get myself hyped up. All right, I had to get myself hyped up a little bit. I haven't been feeling too good. So, you know, hey, as I drink the green tea instead of the adult beverage and we're going to just go ahead and kind of get to a few things. But first, I just like to tell everybody, thanks a lot. What the heck? Do I got a, like a, a gnat? It's, it's wintertime. What the hell is a gnat? Anyway, and it ain't King Cole. You know what I'm saying? Get it? Gnat. King Cole. Anyway, let's go ahead and uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and get the shameless plug out the way so we could get to this week's opinion or review as some people like to call it on the Eternals movie the latest thing from the Marvel Cinematic Universe you may or may not be happy with it but shameless plug time what's up everybody it's shameless plug time so thanks for checking out the podcast going full nerd make sure you like share and subscribe everywhere possible so look for going full nerd on youtube facebook instagram going full nerd.com and my twitter handle onyxxx1969 you can also listen to the audio version on its home anchor.fm but also on pandora spotify iHeartRadio, apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, or wherever you consume your podcast listening pleasure hey guys let's get on with the show and getting on with the show means I got to go ahead and give this spoiler warning. If you have not yet seen The Eternals, you may want to come back and check this on the replay. But if you don't mind, and if you're like me, who cares about spoilers? I got to form my own opinion and get my own emotional contact with whatever I'm watching. So you could tell me the whole thing. I don't care. Okay? Because... I'm going to watch it and judge it for myself. And that's what I kind of ask everybody else to do. Watch it, judge it for yourself. But I'm going to tell you how I feel. Why? Because I'm a fan. And as you can see, I got the cool eternal shirt. You know, I, I had to go and get it. It's unique. It's kind of smooth. It's, you know, it, I, I try to support all sorts of stuff. But anyway, so the title of this week's episode is The Eternals Review. What did you expect. But before, you know what, I, I, I'm going to do this. Before I get to the review, I'd like to thank everybody that ended up watching. And you can go back and watch the four-hour live stream that I did yesterday. Yeah, playing video games badly. But we raised $510. Actually, let me go ahead and put that up on the screen. Bam! We've raised $510 for Children's Miracle Network Hospital. We're not at the $1,000 that we wanted, 
but that's okay. We still have until December 31st to get those donations in so it could be tax deduction time. See, that's how you, you got to get it in for the end of the year so you could deduct it on your taxes next year. You see, that's how that works, right? Right. Okay. So let's go ahead and get this out the way. Boop. And you could go ahead and watch the live stream and see how I got like murdered. <laughs> oh man. I, I guess I'm not as good at video games as I used to be, or I thought I was, but anyway, go figure. So Rotten Tomatoes, okay, basically had this movie, Eternals, review bombed prior to its release, okay? I mean, the trailers had this thing dubbed as a, a, a cinematic masterpiece. I mean, this was supposed to be, oh, the, you know, the, the next coming of the MCU, the next big thing. I mean, it's a super long runtime. You have stars like Angelina Jolie, Salma Hayek, um, Richard Mads. I mean, you had all these big name stars. Let me see who else we had in here. Uh, Gemma Chan. Um, oh my gosh. You had, you had like, uh, like a, like a mad big crew, big, big crew, big, big crew. Let's see what we who we had. We let's go through Gemma Chan, Richard Madden, Kumail Nanjani, Leah McHugh, Brian Tyree McHugh, Brian Tyree Henry, Lauren Ridolf, Barry Keegan, Don Lee, Harish Patel, Kit Harrington, your theme of J Game of Thrones, Kit Harrington, Salma Hayek, and Angelina Jolie. Those are the two big ones. All right, let's keep it real. Let's keep it real. And the movie was directed by um chloe zhao if you don't know chloe zhao okay chloe zhao uh is known for a few films okay things such as songs my brother taught me the writer nomadland so you know these are all emotional style films okay it's not stuff that your boy onyx would actually Oh, what's the word am I looking for? Watch. Yeah, nothing I would actually watch. But we're going to go ahead and I digress. Let's go. So I knew this was going to happen. I knew people were going to be extremely divided over Eternals. They were either going to like it or they were going to hate it. It was going to be one of the two. There is no middle ground with the Eternals movie. Now, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to do something I usually don't do. Because people would either like it or hate it, it actually, I'm going to give the rating that I've given the movie up front. And I'm going to then give you the reasons why. Eternals is a three out of five, strictly up the middle. Why? Because Eternals is a universe building story. And when I say universe building story, We've had the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and we had piece by piece by piece. We had some ups, some downs. We had action. We had little intertwined stories that were all put together and culminated in Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame. Now, we've got to do the same thing with the next phase. Now, here's the problem. Not everybody has Disney+. Plus. Not everybody 
is going to like a cerebral superhuman film or superhero film. So that's where this movie had its weak points and its strong points, which could be the same thing, depending on the type of person and the type of movie watcher you are. Let's get into it. Okay. One thing about the movie was the pacing was fine. I did not mind the pacing of the movie. It flowed along. It did not seem as if it was, oh, this is drawn out or, oh, this is too short. But what I did not like was it kind of, if you didn't have patience, like I know a lot of people that go to these superhero genre films, okay, they don't have the patience to develop the story. So what has happened is what the director ended up doing, it was made use of a lot of flashbacks in the character's history. And you can do that in certain movies. You can do that where you're building a big reveal towards the end, which they did. Okay. But the problem with that is I think they did it a little too much and in the wrong spots. Case in point. The film opens up with their arrival on Earth. That was good. Very excellent action scene, special effects, establishes who these individuals are, or at least establishes what they can do individually. Then we fast forward to the future, and then you see the characters acting slightly different than when they were in the past. But then you go back to the past to see what changed them and what had them going. There was a couple of things you know i mean it's hard for me to say anything bad about the film but it's not easily for me to go gushing over it either okay did i enjoy it yes yes i did um knowing my history with the eternals comic book this was a comic book that when i was growing up used to live in the 25 cent bins you know, and people couldn't give it away. Okay. Eternals created by the late, great Jack Kirby. Okay. Jack Kirby pretty much, you know, could also be considered the father of the Marvel universe. I know a lot of people, a lot of casual moviegoers say, oh, Stan Lee. Yeah, well, it was Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. That's something that, you know, to this day, they're trying to fix and rectify by giving proper verbal credit. Now, this was a guy beyond, you know, way ahead of his time when it came to developing these stories. Now, the Eternals actually came about as he stopped working for DC Comics where he created the new gods. I know everybody was all Zack Snyder's Zack Snyder's Justice League Dark Side. Woo! Then they had the New Gods movie that they had announced and then abruptly canceled. I think Eternals was, a re- was part of the reason that it got canceled, along with the internal turmoil over at Warner Brothers. Why? They're both Jack Kirby properties. 
they are both unfinished stories by Jack Kirby. Okay? The original runs, totally, totally unfinished. You don't know the real story. Though they are both strong, interwoven parts of each comic book company's, you know, comic book history, they were both truly unfinished stories by Jack Kirby because they were both canceled because of low sales. Nobody was interested. Kind of shows you. So we're getting a little bit of that with the movie. This thing made $161 million. They're not even showing this in, in China because from what, I, or is it the Arabic nations? I have to double check because there is an openly gay couple in the movie. Big, big freaking whoop. Though I think they could have did that a little bit better. You know, they could have established that storyline a little bit better than what they did. We get the gist, but they should have, you know, expounded upon it a little bit better than what they did. Just because you got two guys kissing on screen doesn't automatically make it, oh, we did this great. No, you better put some story behind it and make it, you know, make it make sense. They didn't completely make it make sense. It made sense if you think. Doesn't make sense if you're in there, I got to see a superhero movie. You know, that's how a lot of people were from the theater that I sat and I looked in. I was like, okay, here we go. But positives, like I said, great introduction, story pacing, special effects were great. Was a little bit disappointed in the villain reveal. Was a little bit disappointed in that a traditional comic book villain was relegated to almost a mindless monster, but it gave me a few different things. Being this, the actions of the Eternal movie will have long repercussions inside of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, especially since Disney acquired the rest of the Fox properties from, you know, the merger with Fox and getting the X-Men and the Fantastic Four back. Now, why do I say that? Because a climax portion of the movie was that the Eternals stopped an event that was going to destroy the Earth. How did they do it? They did it by changing a very strong, powerful cosmic power source. That's an oversimplification of what happened in the movie. Now, here's the key. With that happening, okay, and also the establishment of what I thought to be the main villain, but is not the main villain, the what was not the main villain that I thought was the main villain was a mutated creature because there was a lot of statements in the movie by the characters that said, wait a minute, they shouldn't be able to do that. Well, guess what? That character did that because he mutated. Get it? Mutated. Mutant. So that shows us a couple of things. Eternals, humans, Eternals. They changed from the beginning of the movie to the end. The Deviants, they changed from the beginning of the movie to the end. So it makes it pretty obvious that humans are going to evolve and change because of this stuff also, or at least it will become visible after the events of the Eternals. Makes sense? I hope. But 
The strongest part of this movie actually comes in the two after credit scenes that appear one right after the main big flashy credits and one after you sit in the theater after drinking that large drink and doing the happy dance in your chair to see it. The first one brings in two characters that I think should have been introduced way back when during the Infinity Saga. You get to meet Pip the Troll, played by Patton Oswalt, and you get to meet Eros, a.k.a. Star Fox, the brother of Thanos, in the first one. Well, that lets me know that we're going to have a little bit more. And with the recent announcement of Adam Warlock getting ready to make his MCU appearance, this should be pretty freaking awesome. Okay, because those two characters are tied very, very closely to Adam Warlock. Now, here's the thing. Is it going to be in the Guardians of the Galaxy film or is it going to be in Thor, Love and Thunder? Don't know. Stay tuned. We'll figure it out. But also, the second scene has me a little bit hyped because Kit Harrington basically played Dane Whitman. And Dane Whitman in the comic books is a superhero known as the Black Knight. Well, here's the problem. Dane Whitman had such a small part in this movie. It was like, why the hell is he even in here? Okay. But the key is what the hints they dropped during the movie. And then to see him in the final end credits with the fabled Ebony Blade, yes, the Ebony Blade made famous inside of the comic books as the Black Knight's weapon of choice. But here's the part that got me so, so excited. There was a voice that kind of said, are you ready for this? Dane Whitman, are you ready for this? It may not be an exact quote, but it's close enough. Well, as revealed by the director, that voice was the voice of none, under, uh, none other than Marshala Ali. Yes. Why is that name important? That is the person that is going to be playing Blade in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So now what we have is the Black Knight mystical Blade and a connection to Blade the Vampire Hunter. Whoa, we're getting ready to get down. Then there were some throwaway lines inside of Eternals. Oh, he thought I was a vampire. Tried to stake me in the heart a couple of times till I convinced him I wasn't. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, yeah, I, I hung out with Thor. He didn't even... So Thor knew about the Eternals. What the heck, man? So I see there's going to be a lot of you know, a lot of retconning and a few other things that go. But back to what I said. Eternals, well, what did you expect? If you expected a blockbuster along the lines of Infinity War and Endgame, you did not get that. But if you got a solid story building for future stories, because as they said in the movie, the Eternals will return, then hold your breath. We're going to get some sprinkles here, sprinkles there, and the Eternals are here in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Now, whether or not there'll be an Eternals 2, I highly, highly doubt it. I think these characters will now be relegated to being additional characters in future MCU movies. I don't think we're going to get an Eternals 2. Bottom line up front. 
Three out of five. Check it out. Cinematics, great. Is it worth IMAX tickets? Visually, yes. Story-wise, no. Makes sense. Save your money. See a regular. Check it out. Enjoy it. Once it hits Disney Plus, enjoy it at home. Peace, y'all. Funky outro music. And I am out of here. Thanks a lot for the donations. Still taking them till December 31st. Let's help the kids in the children's hospital. Peace, y'all. And I am out of here. Let me get that funky music going and uh, appreciate you. Oh. Thanks for joining. Hey, it is what it is. The Eternals movie. It was a little disappointment based off the media hype, but it was still a good movie. Hence the three out of five. You know, I don't know what a lot of people expect when they go to see these movies, especially when you know that Marvel likes to build up things as they go along. Everything can't be a blockbuster, but at least it wasn't a complete failure. There's going to be elements within this movie that's going to be worth checking out. And oh, by the way, if you're watching this as a replay, not live, there's going to be a subscribe button right here. Please click it, share it with your friends, leave some feedback, let me know. Hit a like button. And I'm gone.